Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to Three Dads in a Minivan. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Greg Wolf, of course, with my cohorts, Stiffy and Special Ed. We have decided to park the minivan for just a little bit. Obviously, we know COVID kind of uh, parked us for a little bit. We decided, you know what? Ed hasn't got an oil change in a while. The tires <laughs> are bald. So I think we should just leave the minivan in the garage for just a little bit and reconnect with the three dads in a minivan podcast. You guys have been clamoring for it. You've been hounding us for it. You've loved our content. You're resharing our YouTube videos. So we decided, guys, it's time to uh, to get back on the horse. And we are now here together with you for the very first three dads in a minivan podcast. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? It's good to be back. <laughs> you look very relaxed. Man. Thank you. I'm waiting because uh, I want to see if Kev points out what, what I noticed as well, too, when we first came on, because Kev just had the biggest grin from ear to ear. Well, I what noticed is- two things. First of all, when you said we wanted to reconnect with the three, I thought you were going to say with the three fans we have. That was the first <laughs> thing. Uh, the second thing, you came out hot. Oh, yeah, yeah you did. The circus. That's- yeah, that's what I was talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, that was hey, Michael Buffer. This is my job. You guys know this. That is my gig. Matter of fact, uh, I have done circus stuff. If you really want to go there, I mean, we did. I could see you being a ringmaster, though. I could. So it's funny you say that because, uh, again, I've hosted uh, in years past the Bolts Family Carnival, which is the Tampa Bay Lightning's uh, charity fundraising event where it gives fans an opportunity to you know, meet their players up close and personal, play some carnival style games with them, you know, really kind of off the cuff, off the ice. And it's a great event. I mean, I, they haven't done it, obviously, since pre-COVID times. But um, as the, you know, ringmaster, if you will, of the Bolts family uh, carnival, if you guys recall, uh, the circus is no longer. Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey basically called it quits a few years ago. And it's a um, shame. It is a shame, but I think, you know, with the whole animal stuff and just, you know, people are up in arms. And I think they finally said, you know what, it's it's been long enough. I think it's time to hang it up. Now, with that being said, they still have all of those costumes and all of those uh, uniforms and all of that. They have a huge warehouse down in like the Sarasota Bradenton area because that's where Feld Entertainment is. And so the Lightning uh, Foundation folks had reached out to the circus before they folded uh, and said, hey, you know, our, our ringmaster, Greg Wolf, who's going to be our host of the Bolts Family Carnival, uh, he has a lightning blazer. Would it at all be possible for us to borrow uh, one of the top hats that you guys have for your ringmasters? Do you have one in blue? And sure enough, they did. And they <laughs> let the lightning borrow it. Of and course. I used it. And uh, crazy story. Uh, the circus folded and that stuff went away, but, uh, I still have the hat as a matter of fact, it's uh, in my closet. I'm going to need you. I have a request. I'm going to need you the next time we record this podcast. I'm going to need you to wear the top hat. Cause I know you probably need to find it. No. And it's actually right next to me in my, uh, in my cubby here. I mean, it's pretty pristine. Would you like to see it? Get the I hell would out like of to here. see it. Hold on. Let me get it. That's pretty cool. It is pretty so cool. for the people that I mean, we're doing this through Zoom so we can see Greg's in his little like man cave. Right. Oh, there it, it is. there it is. Oh, it's got sparkles and everything. <laughs> Look at that thing, dude. Like, it, first of all, it's heavy. Like, I feel like my neck's going to break right now because this thing weighs probably like seven pounds, six, seven pounds. But you can see how it f- totally goes with the Tampa Bay Lightning 
uh, motif. And being that I do have a lightning blazer that's all blinged out, uh, this hat is not going anywhere. This that's is- pretty cool. Yeah, dude. So I, was, I was going to say that they Could they that. look heavy, you know, all through my childhood going to. The oh, yeah. You see them all with those humongous top hats. It looks heavy. I'm going to say it's definitely probably six or seven pounds. I mean, just because really? it's the qua- yeah, because the quality of this thing. I mean, you can tell it's all felt. And then you add the weight of the, the beads and the I what don't is know that, what these- velvet. It's velvet. What is it? Velvet. Yes, it is actually velvet. Uh, so, yeah, it's heavy, but uh, it was made for my head. So uh, it will stay in the wolf's den until the circus decides to come back. And then uh, maybe I'll return it. But for you know, now, you know, you in a top hat, if you grew out your beard just a little bit more, you got a little bit like of an Abe Lincoln vibe going on. OK, haven't heard that one before, but uh, <laughs> I'll take it, I guess. The man was an intelligent man. He was the president of our country. I feel like I got gypped. Why is that? Because I was the guest ring host for the actual Barlam and Bailey through work. Oh, and I did not get to wear a hat. <laughs> well, because you were a ho- you were a guest co-host. I was a guest. Yeah. So that doesn't mean you're the ringmaster. You're the side master. And so but, that doesn't require a hat. <laughs> but I will say it was one of the coolest experiences ever having that opportunity to do that. Sure. Because, again, growing up going to the circus, seeing, you know, everything that they do and then being asked to come in there and kind of announce and do the whole ladies and gentlemen thing. Yeah, dude. it was it was really cool. I'm glad you got to experience that. Were your kids there to see you do that? They were. They were. Okay. They were little. So they were. It was actually the final year of the circus. Yeah. The year that I got to guest uh, ringleader. Mm-hmm. And um, because it was, you know, obviously done the next year. So they got to go not only to the circus, but then got to see their dad out there, you know, with the clown. They probably I was the clown as well. Well, that uh, makes sense. Yeah. That's more fitting and, in my opinion. Yeah. But it was cool. It was it was really, really cool. And I've I've actually heard that um, Barlam and Bailey is trying to come back. They might. Again, I think, you know, COVID, obviously with us, even us, you know, COVID put us on a hold. Uh, You know, people had to regroup. People had to, you know, alleviate financial situations that their companies were dealing with and furloughing people. And it's just it's the unfortunate situation in the hand that most everybody was dealt with. Um, and I would not be surprised if they decide down the road to, to rehash that. Because again, I think the circus brings a lot of great memories for, for adults who, you know, like you just said, experienced that as a kid um, and had some great takeaways from, from those experiences. So will it return? It might. Uh, are they going to hunt me down for the hat? They might. Uh, they may. I don't know. They, they may, may be looking to reclaim that hat. They may. And if it is, uh, that's, you know, the fate that lays out, then that's what it is. But uh, for now, it's staying in the wolf's den. It's, it's just here. It's It matches my outfit. I'm not giving it up that easy. You know, well, hopefully of- they're not listening to this because <laughs> you could always just say, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> speaking of comebacks, I don't know if you guys saw, but Toys R Us is looking to make a comeback. Did you guys see that? No. Yeah. Are they? Like the physical stores, they're trying like to break and mortar. Up. No like longer online. Well, they're going to be putting some of them in the uh, Macy's, like smaller versions of them. But I don't really okay. consider that a comeback. But no, they're actually thinking about doing like an actual store for them. I just think the online retailer world has really changed everything. But I'm like you. If I want to try something out or I want to go look at something, I need to go see it. I need to go touch it. I need to go feel it. I need to go look at things. You can't do that 
with the online shopping experience. My wife is forever buying things online. There must be 47 Amazon deliveries at our house in a week. And then I'm like, babe, why did you buy? Well, look at online. And then I'm like, now you have to return it. But that's become part of her everyday DNA is ordering, returning, ordering, returning. I'm like, this is ridiculous. If it just had a brick and mortar store, we could go in and see it for yourself. You would not be in these situations. But unfortunately, I think that's the world we live in now. So if Toys R Us does decide to make a comeback, I think that would be fantastic. Because remember how excited you were? to go with your parents to the toy store and just walk around and look at all the stuff and play the games and the demos. I mean, it was an experience. And I was excited to go that. with my kids. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like it brings Probably back more than them. Yeah. <laughs> would definitely add more than them. Uh, but that's something I think kids are missing out on these days. They don't have that opportunity to experience the things that we did and the excitement we did because it's all online. Like that's not the same. It's just not the same. Well, there should have been like an actual sound because it went off in my head every single time those doors open when I was walking into Toys R Us or uh, if you're going to go way back, like Play World, uh, there was like KB Toys in the malls. But anytime you were to like walk through that threshold, there was the, ah, I'm saying because as a kid, it just, you saw things in there that you that's the only place you could see those toys right you know and then there was the toys that you knew there was no way in hell you would ever buy just because you know like that gi joe aircraft carrier was way too expensive that was never coming home but i could walk in there and i could see it and it was like oh man that would be so cool to set up all my stuff on that aircraft, you know, but it was just the experience of going through and then you will get introduced to things that you may never see before because they were on the shelves. Right. And it then started your creative, uh, you know, imagination and all that kind of stuff just by walking up and down the aisles. And unfortunately they don't have that anymore. They don't even have commercials that get them hyped anymore. No, unless they see it on YouTube. Well, that was the other thing, too, is you remember I, I had this conversation, too, with my daughter the other day because she asked me a question. She says, have you ever watched Seinfeld? And I said, well, I'm talking I'm going back and forth with the commercials, but we used to watch the commercials in between our cartoons. Nowadays, it's everything is on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Pro. Like there really is no commercials, like you said, right. unless you unless you check it out on YouTube or something like that. You, you really don't see commercials. If you DVR something, you're fast forwarding through the commercials. But that's the same thing. My daughter brought up to me the other day and she was like, did you ever watch episodes of Seinfeld? And I was like, well, yeah, I have. And she's like, oh, you saw every season. And I was like, it wasn't like that back then. At least I don't remember it being like that. You know, if you watched some episodes here or there or whatever, you know, you had to watch that stuff live. Right. You had to record it on your VCR. Right. If not, you couldn't just go and watch like season two, you know, on demand next week. You know what I mean? Right. It was just so different. The game has changed, man. And again, technology has had a lot to do with that. And that's the evolution. So if they're going to start trying to go backwards in time a little bit with some of these things that we grew up with, whether that's the circus or whether that's Toys R Us, you know, I think it's a good thing. I think that sometimes we do need to step back a little bit and not be so quick to rush into the future and, and you know, the changes and technology. Sometimes it's good to go back a little bit. I'm well, all for I, that. I think I think COVID kind of uh allowed that to happen so to right. speak right because let's just say you know toys r us they, they they shut down for a reason because of the Correct. online and because of the amazon and because everybody didn't they, you kind of got it stuck into that digital world covid slowed everything down 
Um, and then you kind of got back to your roots, so right. to speak, right? right. The, the, the family values, like we were playing board games and, and Uno's and, and all that kind of stuff, which before you weren't doing that because you were too busy. You were living right. through the phone. You were living through uh, Netflix and just uh, all that stuff. So if, if they're thinking about reopening Toys R Us, that means, or, or to me at least, that people miss it. Yep. Right. Because you wouldn't bring it back for no reason. Right. And it, that means people miss that. They miss yeah. that experience for whatever reason that is, whether you need to touch it and feel it, whether you want to just go and see it, um, or if it's just that experience, you know, that you can have with your children. Right. That you don't get to have anymore. Right. You don't have that experience anymore. Like, hey, let's go spend your your allowance or your your money or your birthday money, Christmas money, whatever, and go up and down the aisles and find what you want. That that's gone. So right. for for them to reconsider at least to go back to brick and mortar, that means there's some sort of hole that is missing that they're trying to recapture, which I think is awesome. I'm, I'm all of, I'm all about going back to 1998. I would love to see my neck again. I'm all about that. <laughs> we haven't seen her neck since. We haven't seen my neck since 1998. Oh my god, that's that was a fact. It. Oh my goodness, we are three dads in a minivan. This is our podcast, our episode one of our podcast. We thank you guys for uh, tuning in and checking us out. People have been asking us too because we've been, um, you know, rehashing some of our best moments in the dads van. They're asking. Are we going to get back in the minivan at any point in time? And I'm going to say never say never like Justin Bieber. You know, that's uh, Ed's favorite. Um, yeah. You know, I think at some point we will get back in the dad's van. Uh, but for now, like we're just talking about technology and where things are going. Uh, you know, we haven't been on the podcast trail, but we have a fan base out there who enjoys what we do. Uh, and the entertainment we provide. So we decided, you know what, it's been long enough. Uh, we've made it somewhat through COVID. And uh, even though we're still dealing with it, we're probably going to be dealing with it forever, but we've adapted. And I think it's time for us to get into the uh, the 2022 world. And uh, that's why we're here with the podcast. So please make sure you subscribe, like all of our stuff, let your friends and family know if they love the dad's van video, which has gotten gazillions of views across the globe. Uh, happy Father's Day belated to you, gentlemen. I know we're a little late on that, but uh, not that far behind. Uh, but we're excited to be back uh, doing what we do, and uh, we're going to keep bringing you guys shenanigans and tomfoolery yeah. like we always do. Also, we all decided to – we have a, a, a text, a group text that we have between the three of us. We also decided that Greg needs a hobby. That's that's basically why we're doing this because he I mean, kind is of. the ultimate, ultimate internet troll. On every single one of my posts – yeah. He has something sideways or negative to say, and it's really mm -hmm. exhausting. And I came to the I came to the conclusion after my last post about my chicken. I came to the conclusion <laughs> that I hate to comment. talk about the chicken. Bro. I hid your comment. I'm tired of it. He He's an Internet troll. I could put up anything. Kev, you've That's... seen it before. And he tags you. I could put up anything. I'd be like, oh, look, my daughter graduated high school. Yeah, but why is she wearing some dusty Nikes, Ed? You know what I mean? Like, why are you I sending mean... your daughter off to a graduation with some some dirty shoes. I don't bring like, up non-valid points, though, Ed. But it doesn't matter <laughs> what it is. It's to, always something to, negative. <laughs> to Ed's point. Sure. The guy that hosts Lightning, mm -hmm. USF, mm -hmm. and the millions of other things you do with Street Laced and all this kind of stuff, you are the boredest, busiest man I know. 
Well, you guys also forget <laughs> part of my job <laughs> is social media, right? So you guys don't do a damn thing for the three dads in a minivan page or the YouTube or the Instagram or the Facebook. Well, we thank you, you for that. You're welcome. So my job and many of my jobs cross over into the social world. So if I have to be on the social platforms numerous times a day, I can't be at fault because we're all friends and connected and the algorithms happen to populate Ed's ridiculousness into my feed where I have to look at it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Ed's having a barbecue. Why is there raw chicken being served in a pan? <laughs> and then at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm concerned about Ed's family and friends because if he's serving them chicken that I can see through a video has zero spices on it. And Kevin, you also commented and said, I don't think chicken's supposed to be that naked. Ed. <laughs> like literally Ed through the camera, I could see that it looked like it just came out of the package. How come the burgers were cooked? The hot dogs were cooked. All the sides were cooked, but the chicken looked raw. Ed, there was I no had... reason if you put that on a grill that it should at least have a grill mark. There was none in the entire thing. So I had to make sure everybody was alive and okay after that. I so had, I in case that. you didn't know, because Greg is the only person I know that will pause a video and then zoom in and make it a picture <laughs> in well, somebody's yeah. regular feed. Fact. And, and I had two kinds of chicken. I had a chicken that had sauce on it. So if you want to go back and look at it, you can. And then well, I had another kind of chicken. The rawness. But I had another kind of chicken <laughs> that was requested to be plain. That's why I had regular chicken. It was plain, sauce. all right. <laughs> <laughs> Where was <laughs> But why would, was it cooked on the grill or did you put that in the oven? It was in the oven. Okay. Dude, if you would grill. have zoomed in anymore, you would have seen the salmonella. <laughs> you, the bird would have been talking to you. The bird Dude. still had feathers on it. Ed. Yeah. I mean, let's not go back to our cooking competition that we did a few years ago at the Epicurean with uh, Chef Jeff Philbin, where we all had to compete and do our battles. And let's just go back to that moment, Ed, because I do believe also your chicken was raw. It Ed, was. In well, two and a half, half years, you still haven't learned how to cook chicken, bro. But time out, time out. I, I did not have, going back to that cooking competition, I did not have enough time to cook chicken. We had like 20 minutes. They were like, 20 minutes, go. And I'm like, how do you cook chicken in 20 minutes? Unless this thing goes like 700 degrees. The chef hasn't talked to us since. <laughs> he hasn't. He had food poisoning. <laughs> That's a fact, Ed. We the haven't chef heard Jeff a is gone. From the chef. He's like never again with these guys, dude. They don't even know how to cook anything. No chicken. They don't even know how to turn the oven on, dude. Come on, Ed. Hey, shout out to him for doing it with us, though. But yeah. I mean, let's really break that day down. I made a dip, and Ed made uncooked chicken. Like we really nailed that. Like as I mean, a chef, I remember as a chef, he's like, I did not sign up for this. He didn't. I don't even remember. I could, I won that competition, if you guys recall. Yeah, because I did like a I did like a taco. <laughs> I did a taco thing. But remember, he threw a he threw a uh, a challenge at us where we where we had to stop mid cooking and create something out of like ingredients that he provided us. Remember, it was almost like a real cooking competition. It was like, all right, pause. We're going to throw a wrench into the system. Now you guys have to figure out how to do this in your time frame. And I think that that threw Ed over the edge. And he was just like, I'm done. There's nothing I can do at this point. And so it came down to Kevin and I, and it was a great competition. But uh, I don't think Ed will ever be invited back to any cooking competitions no. when his chicken is looking like it came out of the package and being served to you on a platter. Enjoy. Enjoy that salmonella. 
It is. It, it looks like, you know, when you get the prepackaged chicken of Publix, it did look. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It did look like it, but I had to hide your comment. I'm just like, I'm just tired of negativity on my feed. Uh, what's the negativity? It's just, I was concerned. I'm just going to hide your comments from now on. Yours you can. And you and Buck, we both, you know, you're spewing things and I spew it back. That's all. So you can say that I'm on uh, social media 24 seven, but it's part of my job. Kev knows about that working for radio. Like you have to post things and stories and you have to get traffic. It, it all is relative. Ed, you should know this too in your business. You know, web traffic generates business. So in our case. I just case, want to go back to the chicken real quick. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Kev. I just, ah, how many ah. people got sick? Nobody yeah, got people? sick. Oh, well, that's good. They must yeah. not have had that chicken. How many people? I was going to say, how many people ate? The they chicken? must have ate the burgers. <laughs> He's like, man, why we got this whole belly, this whole tray of chicken left over? We're going to have leftovers for weeks. You guys are nobody being stupid. Ate you guys are being stupid. The chicken was cooked fully. It was really cooked. I just was just didn't have a lot of spicing on it. Okay. Well, yeah. how, how come we didn't get invited to this? This barbecue yeah, for real, in the Ed. first place. First of all, we haven't even gotten an invite since he got the pool installed. Last time we were there, That's it was a true. porch. And now there's a beautiful pool there. Good, and he's always point. on his social media bragging about the new lights he got installed and the raw chicken he's serving his guests. Never getting an invite, man. <laughs> Never once. Why is that, Ed? Because last time you were here, you guys just bailed what? on me the whole time. What do you mean we bailed on what? you? What? We bailed on you? You bailed you on me. We were ragging on you. Well, we're ragging on me. Bailed well, on you? Bailed on you? No. Hold on. To his defense, he cooked us a delicious breakfast, if you I recall. did. And then That's we had good. story time on the porch. Uh, and then you guys just grand on me the whole time. Grand on you? What is that? Term? What is the like, terms? Are your kids giving you some new lingo we don't know about? What is granding on me? You guys just mess with me. That's what I'm basically trying to say. Oh, okay. I was trying to use. I was trying to All think right. of the word, but well, you guys just mess with me the whole time. Speaking of speaking of messing with you, Ed, um, we know you sometimes have issues with bowel movements, and sometimes <laughs> oh, you can't you can't hold them. It's been embarrassing your whole life, right? I mean, this is just facts. Right. So a story broke three days ago, three days ago. And I was like, this has got Ed written all over it. Dad moment. We've all been there. We've all had dad struggles, you know, with our children growing up. But this dad <laughs> has gone viral because he was distracted for just a moment while the um, the in-house camera that they have was recording. And he's with the baby, his nine month old baby. And sure enough, behind him, the baby is playing and eating his own poop. No, distracted, distracted because he was on his phone. So here's the story. This is out of uh, Changjun Jilin province in northeast China. The video shows the nine month old is playing with his own poop while his dad is laying on the floor, distracted (laughs) by his own cell phone. He actually takes a bite, scrunches his oh, face in disgust, oh gonna, and starts flailing his arm around. The father still remained oblivious to the situation as he just was deep into whatever he was looking at this. on his phone. Then his mother returned home from work. Here's an Ed move right here. She discovered that all the floor mats had been replaced. Suspicious because her husband <laughs> never does laundry. <laughs> the floor mats were changed. And why was the husband so diligent about wanting to do laundry? Reviews the tape and then decided to put it up online for the rest of the world to see that dad, you cannot take your eyes off the baby for a minute. 
And sure enough, uh, people have, um, you know, chimed in on their disgust for what they saw. But again, we've all been down this road before. Where you not look, that road. Not that one. That's a bad road. <laughs> but literally where you take your eyes off your kid for a second and they're into something dangerous or something they shouldn't be doing or they're grabbing onto something. And in this case, the worst possible thing the baby could grab on, but they the video of the kid just putting it in his mouth, biting it, and then the reaction of the baby like this is disgusting and flailing his arms around and like uh, it was absolutely kind of funny to me, it, but disgusting. Dad, you have to do better. That's it. Dads do better. So I read that story. I saw the video. Yeah, and um, the dad later said that uh, when the kid ate the poop, it tasted like Ed's chicken. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I don't even think that's funny. I don't think that's nice, actually. That was a great way. And this is why you fools haven't been invited to my house because of this stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, just laugh. In Chinese, I, the baby said it in Chinese too. It's yeah, it's just, chicken. it was like the, the bite and the, oh, this is raw. <laughs> it tastes like it's chicken. Oh, that's great, man. That's so, uh, yeah, I wanted to share that with you because. And Ed won't be back for episode two. He has officially quit the podcast after one episode. So that was. Uh, Well, it was fun, Ed, while it lasted. So I think it's uh, good to be back, though. It is good to be back. You know, I saw Greg yesterday. We had a fantasy football draft. But, Ed, I haven't seen you in forever. So it's great that we're doing this again. Uh, You know, again, for those three fans that do follow and like listening and all that stuff. It's a little. It's not the only difference that you're going to get in this podcast versus the van is the fact that we're just not in the van. We're going to do the same stuff, mainly make fun of Ed. um, (laughs) And, you know, talk about dad stuff and just pulp culture stuff. And it's basically three dads in a minivan just in a podcast instead. Yeah, talking life, talking things that happen to us in our everyday. And, of course, razzing each other when we do stupid stuff. Uh, like Ed, not cooking chicken. See, why and, did I sign it, up for this? I, don't I mean, know. because, you know, maybe it's your, you said it's your quantum of you solace. Need it. You need it. You need to get these things off your chest. So just remember, I edit this thing so I can make the both of you sound however I want. Go for it. But I don't care. We didn't cook the chicken, Ed. So go for it. You can't, you can't edit that one. Okay. So anywho, guys, once again, uh, thank you for checking out. I know it went by quickly, but uh, we appreciate you guys. Tuning in to the very first Three Dads in a Minivan podcast. Uh, we will be back weekly uh, with shenanigans and tomfoolery for you guys to, uh, you know, check out of your everyday lives and kind of get lost into our nonsense uh, every week. And like we said, never say never about us getting back into the Dads Van, the Groovy 4000. Uh, you know, is that still running? Uh, we haven't seen the yeah. Minivan. Okay, just want to make sure the oil changes are happening oh. as scheduled. On time. Oh, yeah, she's okay. running pretty. <laughs> she's, oh, yeah. She's got a purr to her. Yeah. Oh, I did goodness. real quick. I did want to tell you guys something real quick. I know we got to wrap, but I just have to tell you something. I already had this conversation with Hazel. I don't know if I told you guys this or not. Probably I not. Said, I said, you bamboozled me six years ago to get this damn van. Right. I said the next time. Well, I already said when we went to go get it, I said, I'm not getting a minivan. That's what I said. And then she was showed me the back trunk space. And <laughs> and there it is. And and a little cool, it has a little cooler in the front. It had the side view camera. It's got like some pretty cool gadgets to it. But I told her, I said, when it's time to get a new ride, I was like, you have no say whatsoever. You you already had your say. I kind of feel like the minivan is a part of who you are now, Ed. So I yeah, feel like true. It, it's, it's got to stay this way until the podcast is no longer. So, so hopefully she keeps purring. <laughs> Let's hope it is. Just keep it going. So anyways, 
Uh, please, once again, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Three Dads in a Minivan. Of course, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram at Three Damn Minivan. Uh, you can find us very simply, but uh, we're going to continue to post our content and Ed's Raw Chicken pictures whenever we get them to yeah, all and, of our socials. And now we'll be on iTunes, too. So make sure you're giving us some love on iTunes because that's how we get boosted. Boost us. Appreciate your love, ladies and gents and boys and girls of all ages. As I put my top hat back on, as we say, au revoir. Is that what that's they what they say? <laughs> I don't know. What do you say uh, at the end of bye. the, of the you're, circus? You're the ringmaster. Until next time. We'll see Boost you us. <laughs> Four scored seven years ago. Four scored seven years ago. All right, gang. We love y'all. Three dads in a minivan. <laughs> we are signing off. Have a great week. God bless. And good night. Yeah.